All right, Amy, welcome to the show. Um, we were just chatting that um, you've made a few therapist friends already, and so I'm uh, potentially becoming one of those. But uh, <laughs> thanks for being on today, and, and how's it going? Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and chat a little bit about Facebook ads for therapists. Yeah, I've got a couple other other good friends that are therapists in the therapy world. So um worked on some Facebook ads for them. So hopefully I've got some good tips to share with Definitely. everybody. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Um how what what should we know about you or kind of how did you end up here? So I'll keep, I'll give you the short version of the story. I actually got started with Facebook ads because I owned a local business. I had a brick and mortar retail store and this was back when Facebook ads were just rolling out. Like they were brand new. We didn't have all the fancy options that we have now. And I ran a lot of really bad ads that tanked, that bombed. So it took me a while to figure it out. So eventually I kind of started to figure out what was working for my business. Um, And then eventually I decided to leave the brick and mortar business because I was stuck in my store seven days a week to move online. So now all I do are Facebook ads all day, every day. So I've had a lot of practice with them at this point. Yeah. Quite quite the uh, lifestyle adjustment too then from, uh, from being in a, in the business all day or in the store all day to probably doing whatever you want now or, you know, at least I know. waking up when you want and uh, closing, closing up shop when you want, so to speak. It's nice. I used to call my store, I would say it was my fishbowl because I had all these big, beautiful windows that I would just sit in there and watch everybody walk by like they're going to the pool or they're going out to lunch. And I was like, Oh, I want to do that. You know? So it was a good move. It's worked out. worked out for the best. Do you feel like there were also um, kind of growing pains of, just working online or or maybe still any growing pains you experience from um, not maybe not having that store to go to or that place to go to or, you know, a group of people to kind of clock in with each day? Yeah, I mean, it is it is an adjustment because you do go from actually leaving the house. And so especially in the winter when it's cold, like I have to make myself leave. It's like, oh, I haven't left the house in a few days. Like I need to go (laughs) see people and like interact with people. So that that is kind of an adjustment is getting getting used to that because, yeah, it's just me in my office. I've got team, but everyone's virtual. All of the clients are virtual. So, you know, it's rare that you actually get to hang out with people in person. So it was an adjustment, but honestly, I mean, I love it. I wouldn't go back to, you know, running a store, but that was seven days a week, holidays, weekends, like that just, it was too much. So yeah, but I've got the cats and the dogs that keep me company during the day. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Working from home with pets. We could do a whole episode on that. I know, right? Um, yeah, I have to be careful also as well because I'm I'm recording this at home and I have two cats and a dog and at least one of them will try to make an appearance on the show if I yeah. don't if I don't remember to put them elsewhere yeah. <laughs> or make sure they can't get by the door and there <laughs> there's like a really subtle meow for 40 minutes of an episode that's a that's a great way to ruin an episode or enhance it depending on how you look at it. Yeah. I don't know. Some people might oh, like it. It's totally happened. I feel like one, I've got two cats and two dogs. So I feel like one of them will make an appearance somehow, like yeah. especially when I do webinars. It's like, that's Always. when I want to start talking and chatting. And I'm like, you guys, or like the UPS guy shows up. <laughs> right, right. Dogs yeah. It's like the, the cat knows you're doing a webinar 
and 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 they're like you know it's a chance for them to get in front of an audience too and you know so make an true. impression my cat only one of my cats only pays attention to me if i'm on skype or if i'm doing video or a webinar and then she wants to like sashay in front of the computer so yeah for sure but she's <laughs> she's i gave her some treats and she's curled up on the couch right now yeah that's good <laughs> keep her occupied yeah we'll see how long it lasts yeah yeah um well one question i had for you not really related to facebook ads but um running a digital team and again, not having that, that kind of place or even like that water cooler <laughs> to, to gather around. Um, yeah. there's the negative that happens with that or a lot of like, uh, just wandering and useless meetings that happen in the workplace or in a traditional workplace, right. Or a lot of gossiping. Right. And yet there's also the water cooler can bring people together or can, people can talk about like their shared struggles or their shared successes. So how, how do you create that, um, with a, with a remote uh, digital team? So we actually do, we'll do virtual happy hours where we just like pick one night after work, like not too late, but we'll just kind of hang out and just have fun, tell stories, chat about what shows we're watching on Netflix and what everybody's up to because yeah, you do miss out on that. And it's not, I mean, I know we're running a business, but it's not always about the work all the time, right? You've yeah. got to have some fun. So yeah. I think it is really important to surround yourself, clients, people you work with, with people that you love being around, that you have fun with. So we always, we're cracking jokes. But yeah, like those virtual happy hours, since we can't be together in person, like those are a lot of fun just to to hang out and not, not talk about work yeah. for a change. That's important. <laughs> That's really important. <laughs> um, cool. So yeah, so you went on this um, this journey from being owning a brick and mortar business, running some some uh, not so effective Facebook ads for that yeah. business, and then obviously learning quite a bit and 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 launching um, what is now a a business entirely based on running Facebook ads for for businesses, right? Yeah, I mean that's all we do, just yeah. Facebook ads. Yep. Can, yeah, can, so can you shed some light on, um, you know, what business owners should, should know and how it, how it differs for, let's say, um, a, uh, a business owner trying to promote their private practice, right? This in-person business and also promoting something like mental health counseling, um, right. versus a product or a thing or something you can order on Amazon or even, um, promoting online businesses and growing your email list. So can you talk about like some different objectives and yeah, you know. cause yeah, exactly. So I think it is really important and it's definitely a little bit for therapists because you know, we work like we've got some e-commerce clients that sell like one of our clients, they sell like a monthly lip subscription service, right? So when someone's scrolling through on Facebook and they see that they can get this little bag with these cute lip glosses, like that's an easy, that's an easy sell, right? Most people aren't scrolling through their Facebook feed, waiting on a therapist to pop up in their feed, right? right? right. Um, so I think one big thing to keep in mind is that you've really got to build that relationship first. You're not just going to put out an ad to get people to come in to chat with you and they're going to book right away because they don't know who you are. They don't know how you work. They don't have an idea of your personality. So I think it's really important 
to if you are going to run ads or just when you're posting on Facebook. But I think people want to get to know you first. They want to connect with you. So get an idea for your personality and how you work and the work that you do so that when they are ready to do that work or to reach out to someone, you're the person that pops into their head. But it's a really hard sell to just pop into someone's newsfeed and say, hey, are you struggling with this? Come in and talk to me. That usually turns people off. Well, we, uh, I do... um... I was working with a therapist yesterday on um, their website copy, right? And um, I work a lot on on this stuff and do a lot of copywriting and kind of branding work right now. But the effect was landing on the homepage of a therapist. And right away, it's like, let's start psychotherapy. Start psychotherapy for your addiction, for your this and that. And it's like, that's like walking up to someone and being like, let's make out, you know, like right away. <laughs> or let's do more than make out. It's a lot, right? Um but there's a way of warming people up even on a single web page or on the homepage of your site um, that is important. And again, it's the same way that you wouldn't just approach someone, you know, flat out and yeah. say, buy my stuff. Right. Um, so we have to, we think of it that way, you know, digitally. And I think therapists get really caught up. And even though we're relational people and like we're experts in relationships, we really, it doesn't translate when therapists try to, um, do their own digital marketing or, or even just conceptualize their digital marketing. Yeah. And I think, you know, and I think that's true for a lot of people that are experts in their field. Like we get so wrapped up in what we do because we know how it works. We know what people need to do. We know all the lingo and everything, but you know, when you kind of switch, you know, views and you're coming from the position of your, your clients, like they're, that's kind of like, that's too overwhelming for them, right? You're bombarding yeah. them with too much information. And I love the dating analogy. Like I love using that with Facebook ads because you're not just going to come out and say, Hey, do you want to get married? Right? Like you're going to warm up to that. Like right. maybe you start chatting with them a little bit and then maybe you ask them for their phone number or email or whatever. Um, and then maybe you go on a date. So you don't just jump in and say, Hey, like this is what you need help with right. because that just, yeah, that's, that turns people off. And also on Facebook ads, it's really hard um, because Facebook doesn't like for us to assume things about people. So we can't assume how people are feeling. Um, So we can't do that. So it's also against Facebook's ad policies. So the other, I'm I'm trying to, I'm going to think of uh, some of the common misconceptions that therapists have about Facebook ads and see if we can dispel them on the spot. Yeah. Um, One complaint is, well, I, I ran Facebook ads and I didn't get any new clients from it. Right. Right. So what yeah. do you think is going on there? So I hear that a lot. And usually when I ask them, I'm like, okay, well, tell me about what types of ads you're running. Usually it's because they were jumping five steps ahead yep. and just trying to get someone to come in and book. Right. You've got to remember that it's that relationship first. And the thing is, especially if you're a local business, you don't have to spend a ton on your Facebook ads, but if you put up some great content or some great videos where people can just get to know you and you don't have to spend a lot of money on it, you can maybe, you know, put $5, $10 a day behind it just to warm those people up to get yeah. them used to you. And then you can start to ask people right. to come in. So, and you also got to think, you know, what's, What's a client worth to you? You're probably not going to convert people at $3, right. you know, to get someone to book, sure. to become a client with you. So I think it really, it's being clear on your goals and what that end goal is. And yep. then what are those pieces that work up to that? Well, yeah, I think, I think, uh, 
you know, therapists might have a hard time seeing the return on just getting impressions or driving more traffic to your site or getting people um, who are getting to know you, um, but are not necessarily saying, yes, I want therapy now and I'll pay your full fee and I'll come once a week and I'll, you know, fill that spot on your calendar. And then the other thing I see with, with not just Facebook ads, but any kind of paid advertising is, um, you can spend all the money in the world to send more people to your site, but for those people who are not ready to call and pick up the phone or set that first appointment, um, you've got to capture those leads somehow, right. you know, otherwise they're just gone or that traffic was, um, maybe for nothing or six months from now when they decide I need a therapist, um, how are they going to know where to go or what your URL was, especially if it's a tricky one or a long one or whatever. Yeah. So, Yeah. Yeah, you've got to have those people. That's what you've got to think through. Like, there really is a whole strategy, right? Because I know, like, I've clicked on a website and then I'll completely forget about that website, right? And then if I'm lucky, hopefully they'll retarget me and then I'll see an ad. I'm like, oh, wait, I totally forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. I was going to sign up for that or I was going to do that. Sure. So, so it is, you do have to plan out, like, are you going to get their email? Are you going to retarget them with an ad later? So how are you going to stay in front of them so when they are ready, whether that's a few weeks or six months down the road, they know that they know how to get in touch with you and how to book a time or schedule a time For sure. to come and chat. Can you, can you go back a second and talk about retargeting and just real basic level, like <laughs> what it is, um, how it's useful. Yeah. Just shut yeah. some light on that. Yeah. So retargeting. So Facebook is amazing and we can retarget people. We get this little pixel that you install on your website. It's nothing complicated. Um, but this little pixel, that's one way that you can follow people. So if they come to your website, you can create an audience of everyone that's visited your website. You can also create an audience of everyone on your email list. Um, and now we've got new audiences where we can, and this is actually really good for local businesses, uh-huh. um, where you can retarget anyone that's engaged with your Facebook post. So this is not the same as targeting your fans. It's anyone across Facebook that liked or commented on a post so they don't have to be a fan of your page. Um, but you can create an audience of those people. So basically retargeting is anyone that's engaged with you, your website, your email list, or on Facebook, you can then create an ad to show to those people. So whether it's more content or it's a stronger call to action to book a time to come in and chat that way you're staying in front of those people. So it's not just kind of like showing an ad one time and then disappearing. It's like any kind of marketing, you know, what you have to see a message how many times before seven touch points or something. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So Facebook ads are the same way. Most people aren't going to buy off of that first Facebook ad. So just to bring it home for some folks, um, so it's the effect of you were on Amazon and you looked at a book and now that book is being, t- is being advertised to you yep. on Facebook and you're going, wait, what the hell? How did they, <laughs> how did they do <laughs> how that? How did they find oh. me? <laughs> yeah. And I think some people find it annoying, right? Or kind of creepy, especially if you don't understand it, right? Um, right. So how, well, how, do you, how do you make it not annoying? How do you make it tactful? I think that really comes down to the content that you're sharing and just, yeah, being aware that when this pops up in in someone's newsfeed, that they're probably scrolling through looking at cute puppy videos and cute pictures of cats. So 
what is this going to do when they see that in their newsfeed? Are they going to stop and pay attention to it? Or are they going to be like, oh, what is this? Sure. Just scrolling. Um, so keeping that, that in mind, you've got a lot of competition on Facebook. And people are mostly there for fun and to hang out with their friends and be social. So you've got to be careful about the message yeah. that you're putting. Because yeah. it can come off creepy. And that's the way um, you know, Facebook found if we say things like, like if someone just got engaged. And then all of a sudden they get bombarded with ads like, hey, congratulations on your engagement. Yeah. Like that freaks people out. So yeah. we don't want to make those kind of assumptions. Sure. So sure. providing really good content, um, whether it's a video or a blog post, it can be something that simple. But I really think the value, especially in that beginning stage, is super, super important. Yeah. Well, and when we go back to uh, talking about content marketing and using a a small but meaningful piece of content to get people warmed up, um, I think a lot of therapists will struggle with. Okay, so maybe I I understand um, the 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 purpose of like an email opt in, right? And I understand I need to give something away. So what do I give away? Or they go, sometimes they even get stuck there and they go, well, I don't know. I don't know how to create a PDF or a, you know, this fancy video. And it can be so simple, right? You can think about what is one question that your clients have, right? And and it could be, you know, how, how do I, how do I meditate if I don't like meditating? And you got three steps, three steps and a PDF with your logo on it. Um, and that's it, right? Just, it just, it can be that simple. It can and should be that simple, right? It's not like you're delivering them this $30, you know, value book or series or whatever. And that, that can come <laughs> later. But again, it's important not to get stuck on that. And also to maybe even keep that, that, uh, that opt-in fresh over time or maybe change it every couple months or whatever it might be. Yeah. I mean, cause you're not, you're not going to be able to solve all their problems at once. Yep. Right. So it is picking one thing one problem that you can help solve and just sticking with that. And you're right. And it could be, I mean, my first opt-in, I created it like in word and then I just put my logo on it and turned it into a PDF. Right. So it doesn't have to be complicated. So, and if you like to write, then you could create a PDF or a blog post. If you like to do video, it could be a video, but so it's what you're comfortable with and what you, you know, is easy for you to do. However, it's easiest for you to share that content, but keeping it really simple. I think people would be surprised at how much you can get out of just one piece of content. You don't have to create tons. I mean, we all do it. We all have it. Like, I mean, how many blog posts do we all have and um, trainings and stuff, but it can be really simple and actually that's better. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I think it takes the pressure off for people too, who feel really um, just overwhelmed at the thought of, of this whole process. Um, well, go, yeah. so, you know, just kind of reviewing here, um, part of, you know, one's ability to be successful with Facebook ads is having a clear goal is realizing that you may be, you might just be starting a relationship with a consumer or a potential client. Right. And you've got to have right. things in place to kind of further that, um, Two other things, one questions for you. One is, uh, I think a lot of therapists will also say, well, I, I, you know, Facebook said, do you want to spend $10 to boost this post or boost this blog post? And I did it. Yeah. I didn't get any clients. So, right. yeah. <laughs> What's that all about? And let's just So you're clarify. probably not going to get a client from boosting one blog post yeah. for $10. That's just not really how it all works. Um, 
And, and boosting, I will say there's really nothing wrong with boosting if you're getting started with Facebook ads. It's, it's a quick, easy way just to get an ad up, get comfortable with the whole process. But you've just got to remember, like, where does this fall in your strategy? Yep. You're never going to book right. a bunch of clients from boosting one post. So think about, you know, if you boost that post and let it run for a while so you can get it in front of more people and then maybe you share another post. And then you can share that with people that are in your audience. So it's building that relationship. It's not just one and done because you also have to think about what you're asking of people. And if it's a really big ask, that's going to cost more money on mm -hmm. Facebook, right? Yeah, like good point. likes are really cheap. It's really cheap to get a like because all they have to do is click a button. It's more expensive to get people to give you their email because that's an extra step yep. to give, to have someone actually give you money or to come in and see you. I mean, that's a big ask. So you've got to keep that in mind, what you're actually asking of people. Yeah. Yeah, that that is so, so helpful. Um, my last question for you, or the last one that I can think of is, um, and we spend a lot of time on the show, I, I try to help therapists decide, is this something I can do myself, or should I hire someone to do it? And I think yeah. for a lot of business owners of any kind, that's that's a constant tipping point. That's a constant fork in the road for, for business owners. And um, one that I think can kind of make or break you, right? Whether it's right. Um, trying to develop your own site or learn HTML because you think you're going to save money that way, like there's, <laughs> or, or mopping the floor because you don't want to pay someone to mop the floor, so you do it. Right. You know, the list just goes on and on, right? But how do you help people to decide whether they can run their own Facebook ads? Yeah, I think it comes down to a couple of things. So one, if it's something you want to learn, if you're interested in it, right? And if um, if you want to get in Facebook and set up your ads, then you definitely should. Facebook ads, I do think people think they're more complicated because there's so many options in Facebook. But the truth is you're only going to use about 20% of those options, right? So once you know what buttons to click, it's really not that hard. It's just, there's a learning curve yep. with it. And it's the same thing. Like, I mean, I tried to build my own website and that was a disaster. And then six months later, I finally hired someone to do it. Yeah. Um, I do think when it comes to Facebook ads, it's important to have, even if you don't want to do it, you don't want to set it up. It's important to have just a basic understanding of how they work sure. so that if you do hire it out, you know you're hiring the right person and someone that really understands your goals, what you're trying to achieve, and they can lay out a strategy and a game plan for that. So I think that that's, that's really the big thing is, you know, just making sure you find someone that understands what your goals are. Yeah. That's huge. And, um, it's funny you say that because I, I, I preach that exact thing a lot, it's, whether it's SEO or websites or, um, whatever it is you're paying for. It's kind of like, um, I don't know, you, you, you take your car in to get repaired and a lot of us end up in the situation probably where you have no idea what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> and they're like, you, you know, you need a new muffler valve with the, the offset, you know, spring right. coil. And you're like, well, I guess just do it. And they're like, great, that'll be $700,000. And you're like, well, right. I guess I have to do it, you know, because <laughs> I don't know what a muffler is. So <laughs> I could work on my own car knowledge. Clearly I had to make up parts. For I, mean, that, I don't know. For I don't but, <laughs> but if we knew enough, right. Or if we all knew a bit more about like yeah. what it takes to change your own oil or what the basic parts of an engine are, 
we'd be more informed as consumers as to what they're actually talking about and how to not get ripped off. So if you can look under the hood a little bit of, let's say your own website, or just to know what you don't know, but know what are the basic, you know, kind of uh, devices in in this mechanism, then uh, you're going to make a better, a more informed decision. Yeah, absolutely. And I will say, you know, if you are, if people are looking to hire Facebook ad people, a couple of things that I would look for if you want to outsource it is one Facebook ads. It's such a huge umbrella. So I would make sure you find someone that specializes in local businesses or they work with other therapists because if they have that background, then they're going to know more about what needs to be in place. So you know, like I run ads mostly for people that are online business owners, like coaches, sure. consultants, that, and that's what I specialize in. So someone that runs local ads, they're going to do it completely different than I would do it for one of my clients that is working with people all over the world. It's just a different strategy. Yeah. Also, um, so finding someone that specializes in that. And then whenever it comes to budget, if someone tells you that you've got to be spending like $100 a day on Facebook, run away. Okay. Because here's the <laughs> thing. If Facebook, and especially for local businesses, because your audience size is smaller, you can start with a small budget. For so sure. you always want to start small, test, see what works. And if something's not working, no big deal. You can turn those ads off and move on to something else. You yeah. don't have to spend a lot to see what's working when it comes to Facebook ads. So once you know what's working, then you can start spending more. You can bump it up to $100 a day if you want. But you don't need to come out of the gate spending that to yeah. get results. When I started this business, I started on $5 a day because it was a brand new business. And that's really all I had for yep. marketing. So $5 a day, and that's what I just started to do to build my list. But be really clear about what your goals are. Like My goal was to build my list, and that's where I spent my $5 a day. It was on building my list, and that was it. So think about what those goals are. So for you, it may just be building that relationship first, and so you spend your money there. So just keep that in mind. You can always start small and test. I think people also underestimate um, sometimes how much – testing we all do. And if something doesn't work, it's not a big deal. Just move on to the next thing. That's, that's so huge. And I think a lot of therapists will be relieved to hear that. Um, <laughs> that can, I run, I mean, yeah. I run a lot of ads and you would be amazed at how many of those ads actually are the winning ads, right? Yep. The majority yeah. of the ads we test are not the winning ads. So if it doesn't work, great. Next it's set, still move. good information. Yeah. You know, like, okay, maybe I need to tweak my messaging. Maybe I need to change up my copy or the content. And once you do that a couple of times, you'll start to get a feel for what your audience is responding to. And once you dial into that, you can just keep going with it and what works. Well, I think in in understanding that um, Facebook ads is an art and a science, much like, and we say this a lot with Google AdWords um, for for my team when they're running uh, AdWords, it's an art and a science, right? So part of it is, um, you know, creating an ad that is um, subjective or the ad copy that's subjective and appealing to 
something in your consumer, but also taking that information, interpreting it and, and using the data that you get back from running the ads and incorporating that into the, your decision making. And that's where I think a lot, of people, a lot of people get hung up, but they also you know, need to realize there is no golden bullet for your business. Facebook ads isn't going to be one. It's got to be part of a bigger no. strategy. And you've got to kind of end up spending some money to learn some stuff about your audience or about your consumers or you, you know what I mean? You're, you're, you're targeting and stuff yeah. like that. So just, just to be realistic, right? Yeah, be realistic. And yeah, and you, like you said, I, I can learn just as much from an ad that doesn't work yeah. as I can from an ad that, I mean, and it, you know, it's never fun when an ad doesn't work the <laughs> yeah. way that you want, but that's just part of the process. Yep. And so it can help you really dial in on what does work for your business. You're right, because Facebook ad is not, you know, people love to say, oh my God, I run Facebook ads and now I'm a millionaire, you know, but that's just yeah, not there's how a lot it of that really out there. works. Yeah. Right? <laughs> They ran a lot of bad ads to get to that place. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And there's just a lot of that kind of bravado floating around the internet that you might see every day of how I, you know, made a million a month with my Facebook ads or whatever. So yeah, I mean, tune that out and just focus on what you need to do to get to that next small step in your business. And that might just be for a private practice, just building my email list a little bit you know, or getting a hundred people this month for my email list. Like that would be huge for a lot of therapists Um, and and kind of growing your reach that way. So start small, do it proportional to the growth of your business or have a budget that's proportional to the growth of your business and be doing other things, right? Be, let this be part of a comprehensive strategy for marketing a local business. So um, yeah, well this is- Right, it should only be one piece of it. Yes, right. please. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Please. Yeah, and, Please. and I love to see what you said about like when you're sending them to your website, you've got to make sure you've got those things in place. Because if you're just sending traffic to a site where people are clicking off or they you can't capture their email, I mean, then you really are just kind of throwing money out the window. So you want to make sure you've got those other pieces in place, too, so you can make the most out yes. of the Facebook app. That's right. So, yeah. Well, this has been super helpful. I feel like we could probably talk for days about it, but I don't think you have that kind of time. And uh, I've got, you know, kitties and puppies to attend to. Um, right. And so do you. <laughs> but um, so you, you, your company runs Facebook ads for business owners. And you also um, have a program, right, where you, where you teach business owners to run ads. So tell us a little bit about those and also how people can get in touch with you. Yeah. So I do have a course. It's called Facebook ads in a weekend where it really is geared towards beginners. So if you are just getting started with Facebook ads, it walks you through really step by step the whole process. Um, And so, yeah, it's a really good place if you've never ran Facebook ads or you're just kind of overwhelmed with it. We break everything down so it's real nice and easy. And then on my website, if you head over to sociallabmarketing.com, I've got some ad templates that are free. So put your email in. You'll get a copy of my ad templates. And so I just break down some of our best performing ads. You can see the images that we use, the copy that we use. You can tweak them and use them for your own ads. Perfect. Yeah, yeah that's that's awesome. I think it's just a great place to start and start getting um, kind of getting warmed up to Facebook ads. And again, at some point, make that decision whether you're going to 
do it yourself or get some help, right. um, but make that informed decision. So, um, well, Amy, thanks again for, um, for being here. I will put the, the links to that stuff in the show notes for anyone. Um, so they can click through, but, um, yeah, really, really appreciate you being here and you're, you're a good person to know. So thanks again. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. This was so much fun. Yeah. See you around. Thanks. Thanks.